Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... We gotta kill a ghost cabin? Or just maybe flood the... Just make it uncool to go try to find this thing? Kill a ghost cabin. I, you realize just saying that out loud sounds pretty cool, and you want to just go look for it. Like, just saying ghost cabin alone. <laughs> there are two approaches. We solve the issue. I don't know how we would. Or we make them think that they found the source and make it something mundane. Do you think we can pay off Ashley and Thomas Ridge to say they faked it? That they really just were super embarrassed to have gotten lost on a simple two-hour hike. That they uh, made up that story. You, They've heard you, about you the a... rumors before around here, so they thought that they'd try to cash in on some quick fame. Maybe some uh, some sort of dossier we could plant. Maybe some sort of, I don't know, like shady history behind them. I mean, what's his face? Do you still have his contact information? The weird dude in New York. Um, no. He could always go with drugs. Yeah, I was gonna say, we could just swap out their toxicology reports. Yep. Drugs is usually the easiest way to get people to uh, kind of not believe what you're saying. Just depends on how hard of drugs you want to go. We talking, uh... Psychedelics is probably enough, especially if they're talking about hallucinations and being exhausted afterwards. Sounds about right. Magic mushrooms would do it. Yeah, combination MDMA or mushrooms. Whatever's easiest to get up here. I'd probably say mushrooms. That shit could probably grow anywhere over here. Hard find to see if anybody is uh, selling pills in the bustling uh, environment of Vermont. Well, yeah, Vermont, yes. But, I mean, we're also right next to New York. Wouldn't be hard to drive down to New York and find something. You are a ways from New York. I was going to say Albany, New York. I mean, that's like saying that Sacramento is as hopping as Los Angeles. Okay. We're going to, we need to get on the ground and see what's happening first. We could just pose as some of the um, amateur reporters at first. We don't want to be whipping the badge uh, the badges out right away. So we're two gro- they're three grown-ass individuals with a TikTok account right on. I don't know about you two, but I can probably blend in. I'm only 27. You're not only 27. I turned 27 today. Oh, happy birthday. 
sorry that you be, have to be here on your birthday, but happy birthday, I guess. Me too. Yeah, I mean, after you after you hit thirty, it doesn't really matter. But it doesn't matter right now. I just don't want to be here. Yeah. Well, we can get done with this quick, so you can go uh, to Cheesecake Factory or wherever you uh, you go to do your birthday thing. I like to go to Chuck E. Cheese's childhood memories, you know. Yeah, so as you're driving through Vermont, you get to the town of Bennington pretty quickly. And so you notice a couple things when you arrive there. One, on your approach, you do pass a hilariously small airport, the William H. Morris State Airport. It's too small to support anything larger than a prop plane, really. And you arrive in the town of Bennington. It's it's more of a town than maybe you were anticipating. It has a college attached to it. Driving through, it's a relatively populated area. But more importantly, as you're driving through, you realize that the sidewalks and streets are mildly clogged with a variety of people, all of them with phones out, filming things, lots of people walking and talking at the same time. It's very easy to tell the locals from, well, the influx of people. There's For every five locals, there's probably someone making an ass of themselves, speculating about ghosts or how they're going to bust this case open into some type of camera. More importantly, there are an alarming number of drones flying. Not like military or commercial drones, but like personal camera filming drones. You can see them off in the distance. They're all over the town skyline. This is illegal, but there's just too many of them to deal with. The police are out trying to their best to kind of corral the situation, but it's a it's a mess. It is no, they're not missing words. It's just a mess at this point. You're getting a real sense at this point, too, of exactly why this was suddenly so urgent. There is enough people here that there is, there is something to be found. They will find something. Uh, so this is concerning. When they said that there were eyes everywhere, they really meant eyes everywhere. Let's try to solve this problem better than the last. Let's, let's figure out our accommodations first. I am so uncomfortable even just talking out here. Which one of you is the most nondescript, middle-aged white guy? Um, I have a fade now, so I think that might be Foxtrot. You should go retrieve our things from the post office, Foxtrot. All right. Sounds good, then. Post office is easy enough to locate as well, so that kind of be the first stop. You got to split off and do your own things at this point. What time of day is it right now? You got here early, so it's probably like, we'll say, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning at the latest. It's still pretty early. Like, you got in really early. You took some overnight flights. It was a lot of ping-ponging around. It was, yeah, it's definitely still the morning. Okay. So then, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we can just put off individually for now just to, well, I mean, besides the post office, what else are we doing right now? What's on the agenda? We need to get a hotel, and then we need to go question the hikers. Right. I take it uh, we might not want to, well... How are we questioning the hikers? Are we doing that during the day, or are we going to sneak up on them? In- They're at the hospital. It'd be harder during at night. Mm-hmm. They generally don't allow visitors. I feel like we could probably do a quick badge flash just to yeah. ask about that. Foxtrot, do you think that you could find a way to secure us some weaponry, just in case? Uh, I did bring some stuff with me in my uh, chest over here, so I do have some stuff with me. It's obviously not a lot because, you know, it's a chest. There's only so much I can carry, but we'll have some stuff here. Better than nothing. Yeah. Plus, I mean, I'm sure there's... Oh, 
Shit, we really are in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. Yes. I mean, we probably could figure out, like, a hunting store, maybe. I mean, we could get a couple shotguns that way if we wanted to. I'm wondering how many cell towers overlap this town. I have a sat phone, so I usually use that. I'm less wondering about for us, and I'm wondering in case things go really bad and we need to make sure that people can't post anything on the internet. Hmm. I'd imagine that would be something about personal, like, jamming personal hotspot signals, or... Because we've kind of evolved past just needing cell towers with this with this technology, and Faustus yeah. just kind of waves and gestures towards like the drones flying everywhere. Yeah, we would have to. Well, it would be a short fix. It would not be a long term fix. Yeah, you'd also have to wipe out internet and stuff like that too. Like just jamming cell phones won't be enough yeah. to shut this down. Figure out where their their power plant is. I guess. Hmm. Just worst case scenario. Where is an EMP when you need one? It's it's a joke, guys. Obviously, we don't have an EMP on us. They're kind of fictitious. Yeah. Let's just, uh, you know, keep our eyes out. Eyes and ears. Let's know what people are saying. All right. Let's do this. Sounds good. Can I identify the most common model of drones that are flying around? It's just a mess. It's a bunch of commercial ones. It's lots of cheap ones. Like, there's... With some investigation, you can kind of glean some more about what the caliber of people here are, but at just kind of a quick glance, they're far enough up. It's maybe there's a couple thousand dollar ones, but most of these are kind of quick, cheaply bought ones. Again, you're looking at them just as a distance. There's no way of knowing exactly what you're looking at without being a lot closer. Oh. They generally operate in certain frequencies in order to get their, like, like a radio frequency in order to send information to it, right? Yeah. Hmm. I was thinking if we had that little radio jammer that we had from the previous mission, it could maybe interfere with some of them. Just enough. We could mess with the drones that way. I would like to see... So, if Foxtrot is getting um, the dead drop from the U.S. Post Office, um, is there a park ranger station around here? No. So, this is where things get kind of weird. Vermont handles stuff like search and rescue view the state police. It's enough of a thing. It's part of official law enforcement. There's not a ranger station here. It's not a major part of the Appalachian Trail, but that's the, there's other stuff around. Your options kind of for local law enforcement, the law enforcement options you can look into are the sheriff's department, the local PD, and the state police. Gotcha. So Faustus, I think, is going to go to the local, like, is there like a public library by chance? Uh, there's a couple options, actually, in that category. You have Bennington Museum, you have you have the Doll House and Toy Museum of Vermont. You have the um, Shaftesbury Historical Society Museum. You have the Glastonbury Homestead, which is a kind of living museum. It's a recreation of what life was like in the local area back in colonial days. That's a really good array of choices. And I think I might go study the shit. It was about like 1945 and 1950 that the vanishings happened pretty pretty regularly yeah, that was the rapid fire ones okay i think my choice is to head to the you said there was like a small town museum or just kind of like around like the around the area or eddington museum the dollhouse the dollhouse and toy museum of vermont the shaftesbury historical society museum and the glastonbury homestead i'm going to shaftesbury historical society all right i also say like before you start diving into exact locations 
you could just do some general research about the time. You really had a chance to do any preliminary research into the town of Bennington at all. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that was my kind of go-to. I wanted to start researching into Bennington. Sure. Just kind of see, like, if there's any kind of talk about Bridgewater, the Bridgewater homestead and the official channels, how old this town was, when it was established, like... Was there any kind of troublesome situations that happened? Is there any kind of occult history behind this town? All right. Yeah, it, you could definitely dig into that if you so wish. Probably need to get a hotel room to do that or go find a Starbucks of some kind. I'd probably recommend a little more discretion than a Starbucks. And I'm not sure you want to be sharing Wi-Fi with this many people, hypothetically, but <laughs> what's the plan? I think I might use the public library channels and have a VPN for that because I feel as if the tourists are not going to be hanging out at the public library. Okay. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So that's Faustus. What are you doing, Florence? She is going to go get the hotel. All right. And then wait for Foxtrot because uh, we're going to need the badges to go. Actually, um, she'll get the hotel and then she'll go like scope out the hospital. See like what, what what's the deal there. Makes a lot of sense wants to go first we got the hospital trip we've got the ups office or the usbs office and we have the library who wants to kind of kick their stuff off first i'll go first all right yeah so you're off to the hospital to speak with thomas and crew yes all right so you arrive there and security is tight again you're like there's a couple of people trying to sneak in it's People want to interview the most recent victims of the Bridgewater homestead, as they're calling it. As you're walking by, you see kind of, I may have kind of, may have seen like those more people. Like, it's not like there's people everywhere, but it's a lot. Like, there's a easily kind of 20, 30 people milling about that are obviously there to investigate Bridgewater homestead in this case. Uh, some of them older, some of them younger, none of them professionals at this. What does a Delta Green agent think, especially one like Florence think of, this like these people are obviously making a fools of themselves as far as she's concerned probably but what's going on in her mind watching all of this yeah i mean they're making fools of themselves and she can't help but think uh man if they really found what they wanted to they'd all die make our job easier oh it makes a lot of sense um because you actually look like an adult and aren't there trying to you're not kind of wearing any ghost paraphernalia like a bunch of these people are kind of not screaming influencer of any kind you mentioned get inside the hospital the woman at the front desk kind of looks at you are, are you actually sick are you here to talk to the uh, the ridges here to talk to the ridges she will just do a quick flash of her cdc badge and put it away oh shit you're actually legit um uh, I, when you said the ridges i thought you were just another one of kind of gestures out the glass door with the rest of the people outside you know them they've been here since 5 a.m. this morning. There was like four of them when I came in, and now they're all there. They're just standing there. You work for the CDC. You ever seen something like this before? This is absolutely crazy. Not people trying to hunt ghosts, but I've seen crowds like this before, yeah. It's just even the first time there's been a Bridgewater homestead incident in the last 10 years, even. This is like, why the ridges? Why did this one blow up? I, I couldn't tell you. But it did. So I'm here. What room? What are you here to talk to? I need to kind of fill out the forms for you. Uh, why is the CDC here all of a sudden? 
making sure they didn't get exposed to anything. Yeah, that's the most logical thing I've heard about the ridges all day. I kind of slide through some credentials, like a local Nippon badge that says CDC consultant on it. Yeah, so go down that way. They're in the um, they're just kind of they're not in the ICU anymore. They got moved. They're 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 fine for the most part. A little distraught, but they keep talking about their friend though. Um, what was his name? They keep going on and on about him, uh, Matthew or something. Matthew, see for yourself. Okay, thanks. Yeah, sure go. This is a very modern hospital. It's pretty well funded. Like it's given its proximity to a variety of things. It's pretty well done. It's a it's a nice hospital as far as you do. It's not the best hospital you've been to. It's still middle of nowhere, Vermont to a certain extent. But yeah, it services a pretty large area given its proximity to a variety of things. Yeah, you find the room. There's two guards posted outside of it. Pretty be low key of some kind. She's just gonna walk like in unless they stop her. They kind of look at you, see the CDC kind of uh, the badge you got for the front, and they kind of nod and like, let you through. So inside, there are two people. You seem to be Ashley and Thomas Ridge. They are late 20s, early 30s, as best you can tell, looking at them. Athletic, good enough looking couple. They're kind of dressed in hospital gown stuff and just kind of sitting there in the room. They're up. They look tired, though. Their faces are drained. There's some bags under their eyes. They haven't slept in a couple weeks. Uh, they kind of look at you as so you come in. Uh, the man, Thomas, looks at you. Who the hell are you? I'm here to take a look at you. Make sure you're okay. What? Uh, we, the doctors have been through this. Nothing wrong with us. Uh, have you found Matthew yet? Um, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm not. That's not my, my job. She just kind of points to the lanyard she's wearing. CDC? Uh, we're not sick or anything. We just got lost in the woods. and. Well, you got really popular, so. We're just making sure. God damn it. Uh, just give me a second. I'm going to look at your charts, see if there's anything. Jumps out at me. Charts sure, just routine. Going to talk to you about what you're doing out there. Yeah, sure. It's it's kind of nice to see a new face that's not the crazies outside or police or medical staff. I'm kind of supposed to let you through. We had a couple people try and rush in here a little while ago and they got dragged out. Uh, I've snapped his fingers a couple times. God, who was it? Uh, they kept saying they were from like, Haunted Wilderness or something? I never even heard of that one before. Okay. Haunted Wilderness. They, they said they're going to expose the truth or something. I I, I don't know. Crazy is being crazy. Yeah, I'm into that. Um, yeah, Florence is going to look at their charts, see if there's like anything weird that she spots about them. And your, what's your medicine at again? 55. That's yeah, more than high enough. I'm not going to make you roll for this. Yeah, it's as best you can tell, they are quite healthy. Like, as far as people that were lost in the woods and look the way they do, they're healthy. All their, like, levels are low. They're, uh, it's almost like they got lost for a lot longer than they were. Like, they seem drained. Like, their potassium levels are bad. Their blood work is, they're fine, but their iron deficiencies are low. Like, their neural activity reports them of being just unbelievably tired or something like that. Again, like, they're they're alive. They're not at any risk of dying all of a sudden. They're just on that like cusp of unhealth. They'll recover just fine in probably a couple of weeks or a few days at a minimum, but they're drained. Like people that survive bad situations, they kind of report the same way. The kind of thing. Yeah. Like, they're not unwell, but they're not well. Florence is just gonna just uh, ask that they go through some like simple tests with her and she's gonna like yeah. check their pupil dilation and everything and then she wants to know she wants them to describe like the fatigue they're feeling and how long they were gone. Thomas kind of like looks at his wife or looks at Ashley and goes like uh, 
you tell it this time. I, I can't say it another time. So we left Wednesday morning for a morning hike, got the week off from work. We were spending some time together. My brother was in town, Matthew. We all went off for the hike, left Wednesday morning. Things get foggy. We got kind of up on the trails. I think we did maybe a little bit off off the trail or something. I don't quite remember. And the last concrete thing I remember is that we came stumbling out of the woods at nightfall. We had like screaming that we couldn't figure out where Matthew was. Um, not really sure what had happened. They found us. Apparently, it was like 11 p.m. at night. We weren't sure what's going on. I have Ashley chimes in at this point. It's weird. Remember going off into the woods. Remember kind of coming out of the woods, but what's in between is kind of a, a blur. We both remember being inside of a house at one point, but like a really old house, like they have over at the weird historical town thing that's up on the mountain. But it was like deserted or something. It's hard to remember. That's like the last place both of us simply remember being pretty sure we saw Matthew. Uh, yeah. I, we got proof he was in town, but no one's seen him since. Uh, we just can't remember basically like 14, 15 hour time span. Do you have a photo of Matthew? Kind of Thomas busts out his phone, like scrolls a couple of times. Like, this is him. It's just a generic looking white guy with a beard, a little younger than Thomas, you'd guess. But yeah, it like, looks in perfectly good health. Wearing some flannels. Like, these are all people that could hypothetically hike quite safely in the woods without fear of something bad happening to them. And can you describe the fatigue you're feeling? Does it feel like you're tired, but not sleepy, more physically tired from long exercise, mentally? Yeah, I, Thomas looks at you, kind of scans you up and down. It's like I have leg day over my entire body, if that makes any sense. Like, all my muscles hurt. I, I just feel tired. Like, my eyes, they don't burn. They feel kind of dry. I just, like, I... Like I want to fall asleep for like the next week, and when I wake up, I'll be fine. Ashley chimes in. It's like you have allergies, but like under your fingernails almost. Like you're not sick, but you feel off. Like we've been feeling better since we got back here, and kind of like they're both hooked up to an IV machine. Like they've been put us on fluids and stuff like that, and it's been fun. Getting some food in us has been good. Like I honestly, we could have just like slept this off at home probably, but they're worried. Honestly, they're worried to send us home given kind of the crazies outside at this point. Does the kind of fatigue they're describing similar to the fatigue Florence gets when she makes a fuckload of elder shot? Yeah, it, you could. It, it probably feels similar to that. Like again, it's a you would definitely describe it as a draining feeling. And these are like, yeah, they probably like. I guess do you want to ask them that? Like, do it's like do you want to say is this more of a draining feeling? Yeah. Almost? Does it feel like you've been drained? Like you know, long day yeah. of work. Yeah. Okay. You put it that way. Yeah, it's almost like. Kind of Thomas like ends there for a second. Yeah, when you put it that way, it's almost like kind of moves his left foot a little bit. It's like someone. It's gonna sound crazy, but it's like someone has a magnet below me right now, and it's like pulling me down into the ground a little bit. But my body's staying there, but like kind of like rubs his stomach. So I'm like, I don't know, like something inside you's been like pulled out a little bit. Like, yeah, I, I don't feel like my batteries are running low. Like it was just a hike. Like even a full day in the woods shouldn't do this to me. He's like. I feel like I've been like, camping for months or something like that. Yeah, okay. Now, can I make an unnatural check to see if Florence has any idea what the fuck he's talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay. 40 out of 10 failure. His descriptions definitely kind of line up with what you feel when you do the Elder Sign stuff, but at the same time, 
you'd have no way of knowing. You can't like read his yeah. brain to know how this feeling feels, but like the descriptions definitely line up with what your personal experience has been. And yeah, it definitely hints to something unnatural. On the chart you saw, like they've been they put been put through psyche val. Like there's there's notes about like, yeah, we're pretty sure Thomas's brother Matthew is dead, but like he probably just like died out in the woods and they're having a hysterical break with reality or something. Did they do blood work? Yeah, they did a full blood work on him. Alright, I will probably be back to talk to you later. I'm just gonna go consolidate my notes. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Um kind of Ashley kind of grabs your arm as your way out. If this helps at all, the last really distinct thing I remember was, and this is going to sound absolutely crazy, they keep sending shrinks in to talk to us because of this, a grove of fire, like I, it's like trees all around, it's just burning, or like it's like a flame color coming off of them or something like that. I I know it sounds crazy, but like that's like, it's just it's so dark. I, I remember it so distinctly, and then things get muddled. That's the last thing you remember before everything gets confusing. It's weird. I remember even all that well. Like I remember even getting there. It's more kind of like the colors. They're so vibrant, sharp. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Happy to help. It's just nice having someone who seems that they maybe believe us. There's not like rolling their eyes at it being the Bridgewater homestead again. I, we're, we're from the town. We're, we're, we think this is as crazy as the rest of them do, but it's the only explanation we can think of. I, I understand. If you want to save yourself some some headache going forward, uh, you might just want to keep mentioning the Bridgewater to a minimum. I mean, don't lie, but you'll avoid the eye rolls and people calling you crazy. That's the weird part. I remember being in a house, and I kind of remember seeing like a door, but I don't remember seeing the like the, the, the big fables is like this big house out in the woods or something. Like it's it's the Bridgewater Homestead. Neither of us remember seeing the outside of it. Like that's the that's the weirdest part. Like it's the everyone always talks about coming across this like weird house out in the woods, but we don't remember actually ever seeing one. Just like a door or something. You just went through the door. I, I again, it's it's blurry. But like if we piece it together, there's this like there's the fiery grove. There's the inside of this house, and I get like. A door or a door frame or something. It's really hard to remember though, too. Like it's all just jumbled and weird. And I, and like, I, like my husband said, like it's it's all a blur. We only really remember going into the woods and hiking some, and then it being dark and us fumbling around. Eventually, kind of stumbling out of the woods into town again, and the local PD taking us here. It's all right. Yeah, I I appreciate you talking to me. Florence will write down the, the number of the burner. If you remember anything else or um, you start to feel any worse, let me know. I'm in town and I can get back by pretty quick. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, if we remember anything, kind of like Thomas and Ashley both look at you. You're, you're from the CDC. Is there something we should be aware of? Like, were we exposed to something? It was like a, like a toxic leak from the ground or something. I've heard of like people breathing in stuff and not remembering things because I'm like crazy high and they like stumble about in the woods for days. Like we've all heard stories about that growing up in these neck of the woods of like people back in the sixties and seventies that would like stumble off cliffs and that being a whole thing. There are phenomena that a lot of people chalk up to superstition and other more exciting explanations when things like this happen or a large number of people die overnight mysteriously though once 
people like myself get down on the ground and we go out and figure out what's going on, we can usually figure out that it's a big CO2 buildup and a volcanic vent somewhere that led off into the river and bathed an entire town in it and everybody just suffocated in their sleep. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense than anything else anyone said so far. Uh, if you remember anything else, I'll give you a call, I guess. Uh, in the nicest way possible, I hope we don't ever see you again. Yeah, I understand. People generally don't want to be having someone from the CDC visiting them in a hospital bed. doesn't really yeah. bode well. I hit the nail on the head there, Doc. Yeah, I have Ashley and Thomas both look really kind of tired at this point. You should get some rest. Yeah, we're going to lie down again. Uh, Mint tea helps with the headaches. She says as she walks out. Okay, try that. Those are the ridges. So does Florence just kind of make a beeline out of the hospital at this point? Does she kind of stop around to ask some questions? She maybe stop back at the desk to talk to the front desk lady? Uh, what's she doing? She goes to the front desk lady and uh, she says that she wants to look at the, the blood work. Or at least get a copy of the blood work for both of them. Yeah, I can I can round that up for you. Uh, room around the hospital is it's totally normal, but uh, kind of like gets a phone up, makes a call ranges for copies to be given to you. Uh, if you can just kind of hang out a few minutes, someone will run that up for you. Uh, they seem like such normal people. I was here when they were brought in on the night shift. Um, something we should be worried about. We don't really get the CDC out here all that frequently, if, well, ever. There was that, like, spill a couple years back. They were about the health contamination from, but that turned out to be nothing. That was more of a, what was it? Uh, I thought it was one of the alphabet things, not DEA. Um, EPA? That one, yeah. I don't think that you have anything to worry about. I'm just here as a formality. Got a lot of news. Need someone to check some boxes. Make sure the government's got their ass covered. And she kind of gestures out the door. Thank God someone's here checking boxes because they need to go. Do you understand how many of them keep injuring themselves up in the woods doing dumb stuff? We have 13 people here with completely avoidable broken bones just by slipping in the woods. It's like they've never been hiking before who goes hiking in flip-flops idiots three on that yeah someone someone actually comes up with kind of a stack of paperwork hands them off to you like yeah it's normal kind of like they're like uh, cdc's here holy shit like i uh, okay very compliant they're like they give you a couple numbers to call if you want to follow up on some of the medical stuff um woman's like if you need anything else i'll be here and then my replacement will come over once my shift's over uh should we be worried? I know you said there's not, probably nothing to be worried about, but like, you got tricked for making the kind of gestures with the people outside them go away? I think that probably once I'm done here and the real story comes out, they're going to be gone. And I hope to have that done pretty quickly. So, yeah, God, I hope so. They, they've overrun all the places to eat in town. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I myself am new in town. Would you mind if I took your number down just in case I have some questions about the town as a whole? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm not much of a tour guide. Uh, your, your probably best bet to get some real local flavor would be like the museum or... It's less about the town's history and it's, it's going to be more about similar phenomena that these people say that they're experiencing. Because I understand that this happens once in a while. I hate to say it, but the person you want to talk to about that, and he's a bit of a local character, you want to go talk to Shecky Yoder. Shecky Yoder. Yeah, he's uh, he's a reenactor. He works over at the 
Glastonbury Homestead. He's uh he was the blacksmith for a while. Um uh, real local history buff, real local town weirdo. Uh he looks like a shecky odor. You'll know him on site. Uh last I heard they had him pretending to be like the town crier over there or something. I I I don't know. I try and avoid Glastonbury Homestead as best I can. I will I will go speak with him. Thank you. Yeah, say don't say hi to me. I don't want to, I don't want Shecky knowing I know who he is. Alright, thanks. Surely. And she kind of waves goodbye. Uh you have to muscle through some people to get out, but they're like, Oh, she went in, they talked to people. Yeah, I got people trying to like grab you to ask some questions. Uh, she has like taken her visitor pass off before she left too. But you're still inside, as far as any of them have gotten, probably. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people ask some questions. Like some cameras kind of get like shoved in your face, but you kind of swat them aside. I assume like it's this is some real amateur hour stuff. But this is all people trying to make it big off this local sort of tragedy, maybe. Um. Yeah. Um. She's not having any of it. Yeah. So off to find a hotel and stuff like that now for Florence. Yeah. All right. Cool. Who's next, Faustus or Foxtrot? I can go next. Of the many locations in town that are kind of clogged with investigators, no one cares about the post op. You get in pretty easily. Uh, the clerk at the front, uh, the kind of person at the front desk looks at you. Welcome to the post office. Uh, can I help you with anything? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, check the box here. You got a box number and a key? Uh, Yeah, hold on. Let me check. You don't have the key. You do have the box number, though. Okay. What was the box number again? I didn't give it to you. No need to come up with the number. So yeah, you kind of okay. just tell him the number. He goes, oh, shit. Yeah, a sign came in for that. They said somebody would pick it up. It's a real small box, but kind of like goes to the back. Here's some rustling. Comes back with just like box about the size of a small suitcase. Like it's about two feet by three feet by like nine inches deep kind of thing. And just puts it down. It's all wrapped in brown paper. Package has been shipped to you from... Mighty Pine Excursion. It's got a bunch of kind of stamps of overnight priority, must get there ASAP and stuff like that. I looks at you. Yeah, this came in kind of real hot this morning. They said you'll be by to pick it up. Like it's a small PO box, so it doesn't fit in there, obviously. Um, yeah, sign here, kind of slide some paperwork over to you. You in some way linked up with the people outside? No. Oh, thank God. They don't come in here because, well, we're federal property and That'd be a federal crime to loiter here, but God, this is terrible. It's not like these even aren't the first people in the last 10 years to die up on the mountain in weird ways or go missing. Like, this stuff happens every couple of years or something, feels like. Well, you know, when something exciting happens, people tend to just kind of lose their minds about it. Yeah, but like, that's the weird thing. Like, it's happened before. Like, hell, the two people came back. Like, I think it's the Ridges or something. They're both alive. Like, I, I know the brother's missing, I think, but. Other times were way stranger. How so? I have scratches his head for a second. Oh god, what was her name? The Ricci woman. Like, uh she died in the hospital after getting out. Like she was stark, right? She was absolutely crazy if I remember the stories going around town, though. Kind of snaps his fingers. Oh, uh Castros, they were the ones that went missing like last fall. It was around like the start of the fall or something like that. Yeah. I, both of them just gone and um God, uh, what's the last big one that happened? Um, that, uh, Japanese family. I'm blanking on the name. Um, this was like, ah, I was still in high school then. Like, it was, uh, kind of like 
10 years back or something, maybe. I, I don't remember exactly, though. I, it was a huge deal in town. It had been a big chunk of time since the last uh, missing and the triangle happened. And like, it was like, oh, no, it's starting all over again. And yeah, I, big hubbub, but nothing like just like gestures outside again. Nothing like that. Like, this is just crazy. I, I'd never even seen a drone before yesterday. And now I've seen like a hundred. Yeah. Are they all locals or like, are they from out of town? Like tourists? Like what's no one what's here cares whole... about the Bridgewater homestead. It's just a local legend. It's made up. It's a thing. We tell kids to be careful when they go out into the woods and stuff like that. Like, hell, I grew up in town hearing stories about the Bridgewater homestead. If you get lost in the woods, you'll wind up at the Bridgewater homestead and then you'll die there or whatever. Yeah. It, it's, it's local legend. Like, it's just bullshit. Everyone came from out of town. Like there was just like cars and rental stuff just arriving for days like yesterday and stuff like that. Like it's been just nuts since the story started breaking. And hell, like no one even knows who broke the story. Like it's weird. Well, you know, social media, it's anonymous. Anybody can just put that stuff out there. So yeah, no, man, it's what she was ever pushing. This would just stop. It's, they're not going to find anything. There's nothing too fine. They'd be better off going to fucking Lostonbury Homestead and be like, oh, we're at the fabled one. And yeah, that's only homestead around here at this point. Oh, all right. Well, it's interesting. You said the, uh, you mentioned the Castros. Did they live around here or were they from out of town? Uh, no, nah, they're all from out of town. I, it's, um, it's always tourists that seem to go missing. Again, like, it's the woods. It leans over the counter at you. Not to sound like, callous but like woods are dangerous we have people that just get lost out there like this isn't new york city or some other big place like you've been outside it's just trees for miles did you know what you're doing if you fall or something or wander off the trail like fucking instagram's been the death of people out here people fall off cliffs occasionally or like stumble over something and break an ankle and then die of exposure like it was the fall. It occasionally gets really cold really quick. Like, we get snap freezes. Like, I'm, I'm not sure where you're from, but it occasionally snows here in, like, the end of September, early October, if we're unlucky. Not, like, a big snow, but, like, if you got caught out in it and you were wearing, like, shorts, you could be in some real trouble. Like, you get high enough up in the mountains and hypothermia sets in in minutes because of the wind chill factor and just through the Appalachian Trail. It's a hardcore hiking destination for lots of people. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Most people, uh, I mean, especially if they're tourists, they don't understand really what uh, what kind of precautions you're really going to take, especially if you're going out to the woods by yourself or going unprepared or with someone that is used to going out to the woods. And, you know, and you end up dumbass and you die and here you are. Yeah, and it just feeds into the stupid local town legend of some fucking cabin out in the woods luring people in and killing them. I've it's not even a historical record, as far as I know, of there being a fucking Bridgewater homestead. No one lived up there, kind of thing. It's a terrible mountain to live on. You don't believe any of this shit, right? Maybe as a kid growing up in, like, the Boy Scouts or something, we heard stories about it, but, like, nah, it's it's all just local superstition and bullshit and stuff. Like, the monuments probably more haunted than those mountains are. Like, ghosts don't exist. If they did, they this town would be fucking full of them. Yeah, probably a bunch of the ghosts of all these tourists who fucked up in the first place. Yeah, I... <laughs> the town's been here since, like, colonial times or something, whatever. That's what someone told me on a school trip once. So, like, it's been a while. Like, I, I don't know. I'm sure we burned a witch here or something because 
times back then were terrible. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I, you got your package assigned for it. Um, we're we're good. Uh, if you're not part of the investigation crew, what brings you to town? I like traveling around. I'm just kind of bored. You know, close to retirement. So you picked a shit time to come to town, man. Uh, Lisa, they turn her absolutely beautiful, but uh, right now it's just kind of the end of summer. Uh, more months or so before that kicks in, and well, welcome to town. You get to fight a bunch of tourists for spots down the sidewalk here. Uh, after uh, after the divorce, uh, the ex-wife took all the fight out of me. I don't care about them. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Um, I I'm gonna. I got to deal with some stuff in the back. Guys get obviously uncomfortable. Like, he's like, he doesn't want to talk about your divorce. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know you. That's a personal thing to tell me. Uh, yeah, uh, cool. Enjoy your package. Yeah, thanks. I walk out the door. How's this? Yes, sir. You're at the library? I'm at the library. All right. Doing some research. So what are you looking into first, I guess? First and foremost, is there any kind of occult history in regarding this? This town. This town or Bridgewater Homestead? Bennington specifically, actually. Yes. So you've got a couple things you're dealing with at this point. The idea of the Bennington Triangle is a real thing people write about. It's the Bermuda Triangle of the northeast of New England kind of thing. Like, it's weird stuff happens here. Oh, it's centered on this mountain that weird stuff seems to happen on, et cetera, et cetera. You got that going on. The town is an old ass town. Like it's been around for several centuries. It's an old colonial town kind of thing. Like the, the point where it has a Bennington Battle Monument. Like it was a Civil War, not a Civil War town. It was a um, Revolutionary War town at one point, way the hell back when. So a bunch of stuff exists around that. There's kind of the normal Northeastern superstitions, the like occasional Bigfoot sighting, Native American stuff in the area, but not a ton of that because it's more kind of farther north general woodsy stuff but you did notice as you were driving in that the surrounding area looks a hell of a lot like the Blair Witch Project in some ways and to narrow the search some I guess what are you looking for more specifically let's actually dive into because we're part of the Appalachian Trail correct yep right on so I would like to dive more so into using the Bennington Triangle as a anchor point uh, is there anything in regards to Appalachian folklore regarding kind of a cat not like a cabin or like a mysterious thing to kind of like stumble into because it almost seems very jack and jill ish sort of situation so if there's any kind of like occult figures that leads or that's enticing folks to come into their uh homestead or, or their home so you find two things actually kind of looking down this path there is a bunch of kind of trail stories about there being some cursed trading post in the area from way back when, like back before town was settled, back when it was kind of for Canadians coming south to trade with the tribes and like fur trapping and stuff like that. It's very vague in the stories that you find. Again, like they're not well documented. You also find several mentions of something called the Witch Silence, who appears to be a local kind of folklore character of some kind, a presumably a witch of some kind that grew, was kind of known for the area. Cool, cool, cool. Is there, I would like to also look into the time frames, or what is the, what is the oldest last, or oldest known um, kind of 
disappearance or Bennington Triangle mention. If not Bennington Tri- Triangle mentioned, like the um, homestead mentioned as well, the Bridgewater homestead. The Bridgewater homestead, like there's mentions of it going back as far as as far as like records you can find a computer exists kind of thing. Like it's it's been a local legend for a long time. The last kind of like major set of disappearances you come across are from the kind of 50s and 60s that I mentioned earlier. Like it's it was a chain like that, that was the big like last big ones that made it. But again, you do come across kind of numerous stories a year about like another person vanishes in the Bennington Triangle or like two hikers found frozen to death on top of the mountain and stuff like that. Again, like it's not a super dangerous mountain, but like it goes along with this whole Bennington triangle thing. We're like, yeah, weird stuff just seems to happen. And looking at it from kind of a hiker standpoint, it's a conceivably dangerous mountain. This is a big enough mountain. If you got kind of caught out on it, unaware, something bad could happen. It's big enough. You could fall off and just never be found. If you took a wrong turn, there's a whole mess of trails. You could look into the trails have changed a couple times. Going down that path is going to be a little too general to find something super useful. Okay. Okay. Then if anything else, like you just said, the paths have tra- uh, changed a couple times. I would like to also collect a, uh, also would like to collect um, any information about the actual path, tr- the hiking trail that the ridges allegedly took and the history of like whether or not that trail has changed and stuff like that. I would like a trail map. Trail maps are easy enough to find. You don't necessarily know what trail they took. Are there any kind of records of history? Uh, are, are there any kind of records of like old trail maps as well? Give me a search on that one. Oh, baby. My search, my search are 27. Let's roll. I fumbled that. Here we go. Here we <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> Yeah, so you find a couple reimaginings of the trails around the mountain, like stuff changes, but like there's not a great database of extensive trail markings that go back all that long. You find a couple of historic trail maps and stuff like that. They're kind of reserved for posterity's sake and kind of historical reasons, but nothing that's going to kind of give you a huge leg up in tracking this down. Like the Trails haven't changed really in like 50, 60 years, give or take kind of thing. Trails don't change that often. Unfortunately, as you're doing this, a couple of kind of investigators do kind of take notice that you're investigating stuff and they kind of like sidle up to you. And um, one of them kind of gets real close and sticks his hand out and goes, hi, you're investigating the Bridgewater homestead as well? What I want to investigate is what is up with your personal space issues. Can you take a step back? Oh, uh, you don't recognize me, do you? I, I, I'm I'm Simon Ghostman Kenny. Holy shit! What are you doing up here? I mean, it's good to see you out, but you're up here researching this. Yeah, I, this is a big deal. I mean, you know, I'm, it, you'll, you'll know who I am, obviously. Like, it's kind of, I'm a big deal. This is a big deal. Like the followers demanded, I come here and check this one out. Wait, 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 Simon. Oh, never mind. No, no, my apologies. I mistook you for. Uh, a shut-in that I had uh, run into not too long ago during my social work situations. No, I'm just looking around some hiking trails and just kind of going through this area. Who are you? Kind of looks at you confused, like strikes what he thinks is a signature pose. Like, this is some... He's a good-enough-looking guy, like mid to late 20s, sandy blonde hair, 5'10", 5'11", above-average athletic build kind of thing. Looks at you, he's like, yep, I'm... I'm the ghost man. 
I go into haunted places and like dare the ghost to come and face me, and they never do. I'm I'm going I go around like debunking all these haunted places, and I'm going to debunk this one too. So it's not because you're pale. Got you, si- Simon. I have I have a question. I have a, a real quick question about you. Real fast, real fast. Do you know what's going to happen to you in the afterlife? Hey, man, I, I, I'm I a hardcore atheist. I, You believe in the after... I mean, like, if you're a hardcore atheist and you're ghost hunting, you're searching for something spiritually, correct? No, I'm here to prove that none of this shit exists. Like, people are stupid and... No, oh, I see, I see, I see. Ah, uh, a skeptic. You know, that's exactly what I went to seminary for, is to just kind of engage into these things and just to kind of debunk just the demonic concepts of what america is turning into today you see i am a uh, catholic priest over in um you know the west coast um can i can i talk to you for a second can i tell you about the good word so while you're doing this simon starts like waving his hand at his neck real quickly and you kind of see across the room there's two people with cameras that like to, like put the cameras down he starts backing away he's like ah that, that's 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 cool man i'm not here for a sermon or anything like that uh I grab his wrist and it's like, no, I, I, here's the thing. Like, I, this was a moment that God has, God has put upon me. You, you sat down next to me looking for spiritual guidance and this is, this is it. This is your calling. Let me tell you about Jesus Christ. That, that's, that's real cool, Jesus, dude. I kind of start trying to pull him away some. Do you like fight him at all or just kind of let him go at this point? I let him go. And he kind of like scampers off, like the crew rapidly follows him and you're once again alone. Like the rest of the people kind of go out to follow him. Work like a charm. Yeah. All right. So you kind of all done a thing. Do you want to go reconvene at this point back at the or at the hotel? I guess. Like, what's the plan? You haven't actually unpacked the box yet either. So. Yeah, I was planning on unpacking it with the uh, with the gang. Sure. Since it was portable. Yeah. The time to convene. Sounds like a plan to me. Convening it is. Yeah. So you have to go a little bit outside of town to find something. But you do find finally a motel that actually has some openings at it. It's. And maybe looking at it, it's the kind of place that maybe ghost hunters, the fearless ghost hunters of the world, might be a little bit afraid of because, well, it's a real danger to their health, potentially. So not a great hotel, but it's kind of one of the many motels that exist uh, along the highways of Vermont and New Hampshire, for that matter. It's cheap. They don't ask a lot of questions. You can pay in cash if you so wish. You all stay in one room, you get three rooms. Is there availability for three rooms? Yeah, this is enough out of town that like it's also sketch enough or it's not good enough. Like imagine this is some real motel motelness. Like it's these are rooms that enter that exit out onto a parking lot. Kind of there's no second story. It's like, yeah, here's the parking lot. Here are your rooms. There's five feet that separates the two. Uh separate rooms it is. Separate rooms, please and thank you. Sure. So I'll converge in one of the rooms though ultimately. Yeah, we can converge in mine since I was the one who picked up the box, I guess. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so the, it's starting to get late in the day. We'll probably say it's closer to like three or four o'clock. And all the research you've been doing, kind of the stuff you've been up to and finding a motel room and stuff like that. So you open the box and it's got some FBI windbreakers inside of it. A collection of obviously, given the context, probably fake FBI credentials. Yeah, it, it's enough to make yourselves look like FBI agents uh, need be. And some kind of like hiking boots. Yeah. They were really went all out this one. Are there are there three apiece? Like there's enough for each of us? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna just kinda casually toss uh one of the FBI credentials to each of the people there. So I'll toss one to uh, Faustus and I'll toss one to Florence. Here you go. 
anyone at the hospital asks, I'm consulting with the FBI. Just just so we have our story straight. Sounds good. So um I had a little bit of a run in at the library. Uh someone got real up close and I think I was accidentally attempted to be featured in some sort of uh footage or editing. I kinda handed up on the whole priest bit. So hopefully that's not gonna be something that I won't be recognized over, but oh god. Did they record you? I think they were attempting to. There were some cameras. I can't remember the guy's name. Skippy? He's Skippy Ghostman? I don't know. Oh, if you're planning on keeping a low profile, you need to get rid of that video footage. Yeah. That's not going to be something you want seen around. We just need to make sure it's not an episode. Yep. I have a lead on somebody who knows about the goings-on about the Bridgewater homestead. Name is Checky Yoder. Chunky Yogurt? Sure. And he's over at the Castberry homestead or at least to be a blacksmith one of them recreation types how i don't mean this to sound rude or anything but you know how many like all-nighters are you guys used to pulling are you you guys stay up for days on end and just keep going or i mean i can if the job calls for it it wouldn't be the first time okay because uh whatever is going on is uh, the two hospitalized people—they—they're same symptoms I get when I make those bullets. A little more different, but close enough. You mean the uh, the magic bullets? You still need to teach me how to make those, by the way. It's kind of complicated. Something we'd have to do when we have free time. So, just so you know, just want you to know that that's what we're going into. This is. So this is a confirmed unnatural sort of situation. If we can't figure out what to do, there are plenty of people dying or getting injured out in the forest that I do not see it as unreasonable that one of them might accidentally start a wildfire. I don't know how wet it is out here, but... That's actually going to be quite hard. Like, this is some wet terrain. Like, it stays green all summer up here, typically. Scratch that. I mean, we could probably set up another terrorist event. Is that our calling card now? Oh my god, we're so... <laughs> this feels really cheap that every time we just... Yeah, it's a terrorist attack. I mean, well, it works. It just kind of feels cheap. It's America, so it definitely works. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll feel it out, but we should go see Checky Yoder. I, I mean, like, I just, just for clarification, that was kind of a joke. Where I really don't want to have to gas an entire small village. So there's Checky Yoder... There's also, as I was looking through the library before I was rudely interrupted, I found something about uh, in Appalachian folklore about a the witch silence. It's like a witch area sort of situation that um, was kind of recorded in these kind of folk tales. Locally, there's also a cursed trading post uh, before the town was settled. Is not super well documented, but that's also something that was of local legend. I'm pretty sure we could probably ask Checky Yoder. That's his real, that's his, this is, is it an alias or is that his real name? I have no fucking clue. All right. Well, Checky Yoder can tell us about this cursed trading post, I guess. All right. Good. I, I seem to have the, um, the two hikers convinced that what they experienced was probably some natural phenomena. So, that they they inhaled some weird gas or something. 
I don't know how long that'll hold up, but we've we've got time before they probably go spouting it off again. I mean, we're not going to release some sort of weird gas, correct? Uh, no, uh, nature's scary sometimes in the fact that it might just decide one day that everybody in this town is going to die because the CO2 buildup under the lake that nobody knew about finally gets released and, well, you can't breathe. It's a real instance of it. I can link it to you at some point if you want to read about it. There were only three survivors, and it was because they weren't asleep. <clears throat> the gas was so dense that anyone who was standing up didn't realize anything wrong was happening, and everyone else was asleep and suffocated. You know, speaking of which, there isn't any kind of natural gas line that we could kind of point to here that was like, oh, natural gas leak, people fainting and hallucinating while vividly for hours on end until they recover. Not sure. Can we blame it on that? Uh, that's something you could research you could do, sure. Cool. I also have a feeling that we're going to be going up into the mountains, so we should buy hiking gear, survival equipment. Well, this is... I mean, I didn't want to have to deal with this again, but you know what? Navy SEAL training, I can... Pretty decent at that. What about you, Foxtrot? You could be good? Uh, yeah, I'll make do. But we should definitely uh, find a lot. It's, it gets cold up here. I have been camping a grand total of once, and that was with my father when I was five. I'm not really an outdoorsy person, so... Yeah, we'll get you some couple layers. Appreciate it. Insoles, and you're going to want extra socks. Oh, yeah. Socks are... Socks are uh, definitely a big thing. But socks are horrible. Don't let your socks get wet, because otherwise you will have the worst week ever. I trust you guys. And be ready to get lost up there, because I imagine that we're going to. Feels like you kind of have to get lost to find this place. Well, did they say, I have a little trail map. Did they say, like, where they started to get lost? Or, like, did they tell you what trail they took? Yeah, the last thing they remember seeing before everything goes blurry was seeing an entire grove on fire. Grove on fire? On fire. Is the grove on fire kind of harken back to whatever a witch's silence or witch's... Do you say silence or seance? Silence. A witch's silence. Did Is that anything that kind of clicks because of what I had studied or looked up in the library? Nah, that didn't pop up in that context, no. Okay. Question. Now that we've all consolidated our information, uh, is there anything that would like come to mind with my unnatural skill? Mm, not anything yet like um okay witches are just another version of wizards as far as you'd be concerned there's no proof that the salem witch trials were indeed a delta green type of thing but also it, some of that totally could have been kind of thing in this context you would probably know just kind of based off exposure to delta green the organization that the olden times used to be a bit stranger definitely like probably with some ramblings in the book you've been flipping through like i you're kind of looking at this off like the historical context of like maybe there weren't a ton of witches in town, but like if there's a persisting witch legend, that might be a thing worth looking into. We're getting more of the story on that potentially. The Bermuda Triangle is not a real thing, but also through the kind of the lens of Delta Green, Bermuda Triangle might indeed be a real thing. Yeah, weird stuff happens, and it's not just like oh weird stuff happens. It's like no weird stuff happens because unnatural stuff is behind it all the time. The last operation you went on involved cannibals that were feeding people to extend their lives kind of artificially through a ritual. 
anything's possible after that on paper kind of thing. Yep. I gotcha. Well, why don't we swing by the store and then we'll head over to Chucky Yoder. Sounds like a plan. What time of day is it right now? It's getting on the day. It's like four or five o'clock at this point. It's a little bit late in the day. The museum will still be open though, probably. Okay. And yeah, let's uh let's head on over there before it gets too late. What does Chucky Yoder do again? He's a blacksmith, blacksmith. you say? He's a reenactor. Reenactor, okay. All right. Let's head to the hunting store, I would imagine, or just kind of the outdoor store. And the yeah, so I guess what's the order of operation? You got to kind of go gear up first, and then go to the Glastonbury Homestead, or Glastonbury Homestead first, and then go gear up. Gear up first. Yeah, because I don't super think that we would need to. What's it called? Be headed out anywhere with the homestead, but weirder shit has happened. The Glastonbury Homestead—it's a museum. It's on the outskirts of town. Like you can just drive up. It's not a full hike or anything like that. It's a. Okay. I guess like let's go into this thing for a second. Do people know what a living museum is? Yes. I had an eighth grade Washington DC trip. Yes. Yeah. So let's cover this, I guess. So the idea of a living museum is basically it's someone takes the time and effort to recreate a kind of like a, a slice of life from a certain time period. A uh, plantation. The most famous one is colonial Williamsburg and stuff like that. It's if people are there that act out the kind of day to day life of that, and it's just kind of on a perpetual loop of that stuff. They're big in the Northeast for kind of obvious reasons, given the, all the history happened here in a very small area kind of thing. So they're quite common. The people that work for them range from kind of like Ben Franklin in person. It's like there's a whole guild of these people and this is all stuff you could research. I'm not going to make you go through the whole process of that. But yeah, looking up the Glastonbury Museum will kind of reveal all of this stuff. It's a mix of like historically inaccurate eye rolly and does not age super well as time ticks on because it's like, yeah, let's have this whole colonial period thing, but not really keep the history up as it unfolds over time. But yes, they, they have one of those in town. When you said Irolio, I was thinking like, oh, welcome to New York's first and only Confederate Museum. <laughs> kind of, but not quite that bad, but also not much better. <laughs> Woo, buckle up. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> I guess some kind of historical context. Native American tribes that do remain in the Northeast are not big fans of any of these for very legitimate reasons. Understandable. Yeah. But so I go back to my question. It's um camping store first and then the museum or? Yes. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So there's a bunch of outdoor supply stores. You get what you need. Doing the old Florence cash withdrawal thing. Yep. All right. It's a lot of sense. Yeah. You. What are you looking for? Like survival gear, med kits, emergency rations. What are you stocking up on for these purposes? Just like some good outdoor coats you can go hiking in? Like, I, where are you going with all this stuff? Hiking, camping equipment, food, water. Yeah. I mean, shotguns if they sell them. That's, that's like the stuff that I can think of. Compass, maps. I think Vermont has a waiting period for guns, so you're not going to be able to buy anything easily. Understandable. Yeah. I'm going to pick up some survival equipment and... Does this store have any kind of weird little knickknacks, almost like little traveling charms? You know how they have like touristy, touristy things there where it's like, oh, hey, here's a little bear bell, that sort of shit. Yeah, that's a thing. Cool. Faust is going to start dipping into that little area where it's like, oh, this is for good luck on hikes or some shit like that. He's going to get one of the little tokens for himself. Huh? Well, I mean, I'll make sure we get some some appropriate layers for uh, 
for Florence, and she's not yeah. really used to going out there, so I'll oh, recommend sure. some stuff and all that, and uh, I will uh, pick up a hunting knife just to take have one out there. What else? Obviously, good weapons have a waiting period, so yeah, I think that's pretty much going to be it then. Not much else. It's like I really can't pick up too many weapons. I have some stuff in the chest, so it's limited, but we'll have something. Yeah. Did we prepare for an overnight stay just in case? Or do we want to keep it light? We should probably pack heavy. Just just in case. Gotcha. Alright, so while you're doing all of this, the kind of the store owner looks at you. Going camping or going ghost hunting? Camping. You know, just checking out the area. Camping. It's nice to see someone doing a normal thing. Uh, it's been great for business, but everyone coming through has been asking me about ghost stories. And I've ever seen the Bridgewater homestead, and ah, they're going to get themselves killed up there. Keeping the EMTs busy, though. I'm, I'm, I'm counting the days we have to send Stadies off on a whole manhunt through the woods. That'll be great for local tourism. <laughs> oh, so I stopped by not too long ago over to the historical society museum and i picked up this like little trail map is there a is there a trail that you would recommend like is there one of those that like hey don't go here because this is going to be the worst hike in the world or go here because this is going to be like the most scenic view like what which one do you do you say would be the best option depends what you're looking for there's a couple day hike Nothing too adventurous, I guess. You guys bought a bunch of camping equipment, so I'm guessing you want to go actually camping out there. There's some longer trails you can do. You can jump onto a chunk of the Appalachian Trail from here. You got options, I guess. Like, you're looking for scenery, you're looking for kind of a roughing it experience, kind of looks at Florence, although I'm not sure uh, roughing it's maybe what you want to do necessarily. Well, I mean, this is her first hike, and I don't want to over to hacks any of our party. Well, if, if that's the case, you're not going to need all the camping gear for this. Pad points at one of the trails on a map. This one here is a nice kind of leisurely flat ground hike. Kind of goes out and around and loops back on itself eventually. Real popular with the kids and stuff like that. Lots of pretty stuff. School trips use it a bunch for kind of their nature day things. Um, one of the more popular trails out here just for kind of a quick out into the woods. Now, every so often I do kind of do some plain air painting or maybe some sketches and things like that. One of my just little obsessions are tree groves just are there any trails with just kind of like trees that just kind of overarch or anything else like that well you're, you're here at the wrong time of year for anything that's spectacular on that you're here in the fall like that's honestly when most of our kind of big leafing stuff comes through kind of postures like it's like uh, it's just absolutely beautiful all the reds and the oranges and the yellows with all the kind of trees going it's where the hills were on fire. It's so vibrant occasionally. It's just like, oh, it's all types of reds, and it's just beautiful. It's the reason I stay in town at this point. I could have retired years ago, but something keeps here. It's just kind of nice getting down there and walking around in that. It's beautiful. Right on, right on. When does that usually happen? Like, what? Like, uh, I mean, it's August, so I'd imagine. Is it? Not for a few more months. It's going to start getting real cold for that to happen. Have looks at you. You're not from around here, are you? West Coast, yeah. Uh, but you guys don't even have seasons out there. So um, in places that actually have seasons, when fall happens, uh, the leaves start to change color. It's because of the kind of a, it's the sap running down to the roots for long winter storage and stuff. Like the reverse, which makes maple sugar in the spring. But so basically all the leaves start to star and they change colors. Depending on the tree, they kind of change a variety of colors. Maples make the most 
beautiful colors. You got sugar maples, um, you got swamp maples. They're just big, powerful, popping, beautiful, big reds, big oranges, real pretty trees too. They're often kind of growing like as people used to cultivate them because the the whole maple sugar stuff. These kind of cultivate them in little like small farms. Well, you know, I might have to see you in the fall again. I mean, I thought it was going to be a little bit of a peaceful little getaway from the city, but didn't realize that this would be an entire Instagram town at the at the being. But which which hike is that? I want to make some future plans. Uh, there's a bunch of them. Um, I don't know which trail it is, but there's this real nice patch of fire maple. You can see it from the road, kind of up on top of one of the hills. It's kind of hard to find, though. It's not on any of the given trails, but it's like a the whole patch of that. It's like fire maples are the best. There's real kind of bold, like lipstick red tree foliage of some kind. It's kind of crazy, though, too. Like the tips get red. You kind of like it kind of fades from red to yellow. So it kind of goes more towards and tides of the leaf. It's absolutely stunning. Like I have gestures outside again. All these assholes are here at the wrong time of year. If you're going to go ghost hunting in the woods, at least come when it's pretty and not, well, gross out from all the mugginess. Well, thank you. This has been really informative. Hey, y'all hear that? We're going to have to come back here in the fall. There's some fire maples with some really bright, intense colors. Okay. Sounds good, I guess. Sure. Did he mark it on the map as to where that spot was? He doesn't know. Anything else you want to talk about? He's kind of giving you some lay of the land stuff, some local tourist insight, if you will. Any kind of animals that we need to watch out for? Occasional black bear, eh, not, not much. Maybe the occasional wolf or coyote up there or something. Ah, this is the Northeast, we're not the Midwest. Bears aren't the ones that are outwardly aggressive, right? Those are grizzly. Yeah, those are the famous ones. Those are more of a West Coasty thing. Um, don't get me wrong, a, a black bear will mess you up if it's hungry and scared or whatever, but they're kind of... Hold on a second, it's a phone type thing. It's a video of a black bear flung up a tree onto a trampoline. They're kind of goofy idiots in the forest. They're mostly harmless, but they, they are bears. Like a tin can and a handful of nickels, and that's good. Uh, we'll be good with that. Ah, you've been in the woods before then. Yeah, I, bears avoid you. As long as bears know you're there, they're going to try and steer clear of you. They're not really interested in humans, what we're up to. Like, don't go leaving no picnic baskets for them to find on you, but yeah, they're, they're pretty harmless. House just makes a courtesy chuckle. Well, all right, I guess I'll ring up your purchases here. Uh, buy a lot of gear. Most people kind of come here with their own stuff, but yeah, I get it. Kind of get here, see the natural beauty of it. Or the airport loses your luggage. Ah, I've been there once or twice. Where'd you fly in from anyway? I had to have driven here. Not no exact local airport you can fly into. Uh, you want to lie or you want to be truthful? That's what I'm trying to gauge the the vibe of the the group. I kind of glance over to them. Is this uh is this a detail that would be detrimental or is this a detail that's just like eh, whatever you probably want to lie oh, we're, we flew in from florida oh no like what airport did we touch down on that we got here in beddington like did we talk about touching down in albany or tell them it was like keen or something we also landed in boston yeah boston mm-hmm. we want to somewhere we didn't land that way if you know they're trying mm-hmm. to investigate the three weird people they don't ask this guy, and he says, oh, they were, they came flew in from Albany, so they start go look yeah. at Albany. So, um, uh, yeah, we came in, we landed in Boston, and just kind of enjoyed the drive through New Hampshire into Vermont. It is a nice drive, yeah. Well, welcome, our, our tourism board dollars. Appreciate you being here, and well, not having a camera shoved in everyone's face. Uh, 
if one more person comes in here asking me about the goddamn Bridgewater homestead, I might just close the store to this all blows over. Why? Has it been that bad? Don't get me wrong. I like selling equipment to people that are going to use that equipment once and then give it to Lost and Found so I can go buy it again, or they're going to come back here and try and sell it to me so I can sell it used or something. It's not bad for business, but someone's going to get hurt. I don't mean like the idiots that keep falling off and breaking legs and stuff. Like, experienced hikers mess up in the mountains all the time, and none of these people are experienced hikers. Someone's going to die. It's going to feed into that. We're going to get more people in town. Like, we're, we're a smallish town. We're not designed to kind of handle all have waves his arm around this like we have one coffee shop it's full right now well, what do you think would uh make them go away i don't know someone finds something or i assume they'll go away eventually if no one finds anything like you can only pretend to find, look for something so long like between you and me they're investigating strategies to walk up to random people and ask if they know about the bridgewater homestead and when they don't know anything they kind of like scoff and move on like how long can you keep that up before people get bored and move on I mean, not really sure. I mean, I can see why it gets annoying. I'm surprised that this hasn't happened before. That's the weirdest part. Like, this is even the weirdest instance of, yeah, I heard like a third person's missing, like a brother or something. But like, as far as we know, they came back. Like, normally it's like one person doesn't come back or something. It's like, the, like the, both people go missing. I, it's, I don't know. Again, this is not the first time or probably the last time this will happen. It's just something about this time made it go big. I I don't know. I mean, do you know who broke the story? Or That's the weird part. Like, we try and keep this stuff under wraps because we think it's bad for the town's image. But this one got out there. We're not even sure who talked about it. Like, it started showing up online, like uh, that, that bird site and that... Uh, A bird site? Oh, Twitter. Okay, that's what you meant bunch of blogs recovering it like i it's all kind of something started showing up all at once and doing the ghost hunting thing i've had haunted wilderness come through here asking a bunch of questions i had some ghost guy come through and insist i knew who he was uh yeah it's it's just been a real mess well if anything i hope you're upcharging like by an extra 50 percent or whatever have you but hey man make your coin I shrugs at this. Yeah, I, I do all right right now, but uh, I should let you go. I'm chewing your ear off. It's just nice to talk to someone that's not crazy or obsessed with the tourists or how the tourists are obsessed with the ghosts. Cool. You have a good one, man. We'll be off. Yeah, you too. Uh, safe travels. Uh, good hiking. Thanks a lot. Bell dings as you walk outside. It's not a ton more people, but like it definitely does for this. There's been a slow, steady stream of people coming to this town since you got here kind of thing. Like, you're not recognizing faces necessarily, but there are a lot of people here looking for something that probably doesn't exist. How good is my cell service? It's fine. It's spotty. Like, this is like, this is a college town. It's got decent cell service. Are you more asking, is the volume of people messing with cell service at this point, or more like, do you have cell service, period? If I have cell service, period. Part of me starts, I want to start researching just kind of like, the the Bridgewater homestead story as we're on our way to the um other homestead uh, just to see like what the exacts are or like who broke the story or who's talking about it if there's any kind of major names that's like coming out to me or whatever you're all kind of doing the same thing as you're going there right? i'm someone who's driving so one of you has to drive until you can search uh, how are you handling this i'm gonna drive box truck i'm just googling stuff on my phone 
I'll drive, I guess, yeah. Yeah, could you? Yeah, sure. Also, just a thought. There's a Bridgewater, Virginia. It's far, but not too far, and these people believe that there's some weird Bridgewater homestead out here. If we could get Pine to circulate some kind of, even on some, like, shitty backwater message boards rumors about that and backdate them long long ago we might be able to redirect people out into the woods there and just say i don't know it's some mystical portal or something probably eat that shit right up don't you have that guy the did you get his number did you just give him your number the one that was stuck in his room in new york i do have his number i don't know how he's doing I mean, he's still a contact. You think you could just kind of text him and be like, hey, do you know very much about the Bridgewater homestead? Or actually just look on his blog to see if he has anything talking about it. Yeah. Don't want to alert him to what we're doing right now. But what do you what do you think about that? There's a forest nearby Bridgewater, Virginia. It's called the George Washington and Jefferson National Forest. Bridgewater is a small incorporated town. A lot of people live there just like this one. Kind of lines up like... Kind of not super wilderness, but I mean, if people are just coming out here because people post on message boards about finding some weird thing in the forest, I don't know. I mean, he has his connections with the, those message boards, I would imagine, already. Maybe we can convince him to drop that story and kind of redirect everyone. I don't know. It just seems kind of suspicious if someone just kind of creates an account and their first thing is like, hey, y'all are wrong. It's actually over here. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually having people go back and backdate old message boards go find oh. ones that have been offline go in get admin control change the website around edit all the posts change them to be what you want them to be make it look like people had been talking about it is that something you can do because i just learned how to program my universal remote control for my apartment so i could probably do it it would take me a long time that's why i want to see if pine can do it but i we i can reach out to century danny danny I'll reach out. I'll, I'll buy... I'm going to need to buy another burner, though. I could use my phone, for the time being, at least. Sure. Florence will text Century Danny and ask if he can talk. All right. Do I try and call him, or just like trying to get a hold of him, period? Uh, it's just going to be a text for now, just yeah. to see if he responds. Let that play out. It's not, he's not going to respond immediately, but, yeah. Not a bad plan so far.